What is going on, guys? Welcome to Video Chicken. We are live. It is April 1st. It is. Oh, April Fool's Day. It is April Fool's Day. Hello, Kristen. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. good. Yeah, we might have to turn her up, make sure the audios are good. We technically have okay. not done an audio check, but uh, she... Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry I was working. Yeah, yeah. bring your mic up just a little bit okay. more. Let's, let's get it where it needs to be. All right, how about that? People want to hear you. Uh, Ingrid's here. Hi, Ingrid. Hi, man. There, not see, see, hear the levels on Ingrid. Ingrid sounds good. She can hear. She has our headset on. Yeah, but we're in the same room. I know, but you don't hear that beautiful intro music that I know everyone loves. I can hear it from there. <laughs> Is it really that loud? Yeah, from your headphones. All right, what's going on, guys? Um, as always, we're gonna give you guys a second to get in here. I see 28 people already here. I definitely appreciate it. I am so happy to be back. Um, it is tough trying to do this video chicken out in the field, but I have noticed people do like it. I watched part of the one from last week. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what the, the one last week is. Uh, in, um, you were on site in Florida with Ryan. No, well, right, but uh, actually there's Ryan right there, VZ Kids. Okay. Um, whew, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I, I can't even begin to tell you. I don't even know where to begin. Last two, three weeks, Eight years, nine years. It's just been all nuts. But anyways, I'm really excited about today's show. If you guys don't know, today we are going to be talking about the top 10 chicken coop building mistakes. Yeah. I'm excited about this one. Yep. Because this is, this is really in your court. As they say, and I don't get when people say this, but yeah. I like to use this term because it sounds cool. It's in my wheelhouse. It is. Oh. What does that really mean? That means in your knowledge base, what you do best. Okay. I take back that last question. I know what it means. <laughs> oh. It doesn't make any sense. What the hell's a wheelhouse? That's when trains, you know, remember Thomas you really, You really know what it means? Isn't that where they go in and they spin the train? No. Is that right or no? Jeez, don't, don't. don't hit me with my cough. Last time someone did that. We lost a mug. What? Which mug? Was it mine? And I do not want... Speaking of mugs... Someone's mug went flying, I can tell you that. Look at that mug. Oh, I yeah, want so that mug. Isn't this a great mug? All right, so anyways, we're going to get to this mug. We're going to get to today's show. Uh, just want to give everyone a chance to come in and say hi. Uh, remember, this show is for you guys. We are live. It is April 1st, 2022. That's right. So We're in weird. the heat of chick season. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. You are not kidding. You are not oh, kidding. See, Francine to the rescue. Wheelhouse is the pilot house on a ship. Oh. I love oh. Francine. She's just great. She, she is great. Wheelhouse is the pilot house on a ship. What is that thing on trains where they used to turn? Turntable. <laughs> I, I had to watch a lot of Thomas Train. I don't know. I just made that up. Uh, make sure, again, guys, this show is for you. We'd love to hear from you guys. If you have any questions, please leave them down below. If you can tell us, give us a wave, tell us where you're watching from. We love that. As much interaction as we can get from you guys, it is great. But first thing, as always, make sure everything looks good, sounds good. Uh, we, I made Ingrid a little nervous. I was a little, not, I was not tardy, and I never will be. I was really hoping. I bet you yeah, were. Yeah, we, we were all prepared to start yes. without you. Yes. I, I, I was out there and... Did you hear my page? I absolutely did. Thank okay. you. Thank you. That's all people got to do. That was a joint effort. Yeah, we don't got to walk around all over the shop trying to find... No, just page. We have technology. Yeah, but maybe put the phone a little bit lower because that's yeah, ridiculous. That was really excessive. <laughs> I mean, that phone is like... 
You have to get on a step stool to reach it. Which, which phone are we that? talking about? The one in the kitchen. is oh, like It's gosh. like eight feet in the air. I had to like hop up to page you. Uh, so again, if you guys are just joining <laughs> us, we are live April 1st, 2022. Today, we are going to be talking about the top 10. We're going to do another countdown. We're going to try this again. We're going to do a countdown from 10 to 1. The top 10 if you are building a, your own chicken coop. Okay, and those are the people I'm talking to. Oh, Anita said it was it's a roadhouse where the trains go in and you spin them. Okay, I, I, I was just making roundhouse. things up. Okay. Roundhouse. Roundhouse. Was that non? That was non. That's, it, it is weird. I love that part of the show where she can just ch chime in immediately. <laughs> um, and yes, I do have my mouse. Is that where you were mad? Like, what did you do? All I did is put my phone down earlier and I bumped the mouse. And oh. it's like, ah. No, you restart it. Never mind. I didn't do anything. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get started. I see people are coming in. Thank you so much. Leave your questions there. If you don't have any questions, please let us know where you are uh, watching from. And I, you know, the other thing I was wondering too, are people watching on their phones? Are they watching on their computers? Um, I was kind of curious about that. We should also mention the show this week because people can still see it. The show that we were on? Yeah. Oh, we will absolutely oh, yeah. get to that. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, there's a lot of things I want to get to. And before I forget, here is the Golden Bell. We had an excellent Golden Bell two weeks ago, I think it was, right? Oh, when uh, the guy said about Mike. Oh, God, that was <laughs> so funny. But I want to – we got to adjust. We need to adjust. Well, just, I promise you guys, here's the Golden Bell. If you're not sure what the Golden Bell is um, – I've always wanted to reward people that just have something either – it started with the contribution, mm -hmm. something to contribute to, maybe something we never thought of. You know, all the times we're like, oh, that's a great point or that's a great question. Mm -hmm. um, or come to find out, I guess if you can make me laugh hysterically, I'll. I, that's well worth it. I need it. I need the laughs. Um, so we sent those shirts out. We've had two winners already. Uh, we have the gentleman from we did the deep litter clean out, which has been an excellent video. If you haven't seen that, you definitely got to watch that mm -hmm. uh, where he got his nose. I, I was hoping he came up with little hemp pieces on his nose. Oh, that would like be so like funny. Like he, that was that was really <laughs> oh, an over like I was going to say overachiever, but that he went far above and beyond what we asked of him. And to be technical, you know why? If you think about it. Because if he walked up to the back of the hen house, and let's say it stunk at that point, there's no way he was diving in nose yeah, first. Yeah, that's right. He had to get right in there. And he's still like, no, yeah, no, don't smell anything. Imagine that deep litter system. It's the best. Mm -hmm. We have somebody watching from Trinidad and Tobago. I have no, I've heard of Trinidad. No idea where that is. It's an island. It's an island nation. Is it in the Caribbean? Hmm. Um, so Ingrid, make sure we get to these questions and comments. I know you get mad. I want if the people take the time to come and watch us, which I can't thank you guys enough. Let's make sure. I already saw some questions coming in, so right. we will get back to that. I'm going to trust Ingrid's going to make sure she does that. Uh, Germany, yeah, love it. I love that we have people Germany. watching from all around the world. All right, the other thing I wanted to mention is there's two big things. One, if you haven't already checked it out, have you watched it yet? I have not watched it. This is how I find out who my real friends are. Sorry, I've, I've just been busy. I'm just kidding. I know. I know. Yeah, Miss Busy, and you're not a big fan of watching TV, uh, so I, I'll give you a little bit of a pass. Last, this past Tuesday at 9 p.m., we were finally on something that we weren't really allowed to talk about, but mm -hmm. now we can, right? I believe so. Awesome. Can you <laughs> Everybody go... knows now. We were on the show called Fixer to Fabulous. Welcome in. Welcome in. They did a four-part special. Right. And 
at the very end of episode two, it was completely embarrassing, but whatever. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> what? Here, I forgot. I mean, yes, and I've gained it all back, but I, I, I'm fat. And here I'm running, and I'm running as fast as I can, and it looks like I'm in slow motion, and I want everyone to know. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for people. I was told to do that. I'm just going to put it that way. Um, Run in slow motion? What does that look like? <laughs> Anyways, so if you haven't seen it, please go check out episode three is where we were premiered. Is that the right way to say it? Yeah. Uh, we featured. Were, we were featured with the chicken coop that we did for Jenny and Dave Mars, the stars from Fixer to Fabulous. Awesome, awesome, awesome people. I tell you, I didn't know what to expect. You know, you you come in contact with these people that are, you know, famous and this and that. You don't know. You know, you get a little like, oh, are they going to be jerks? Because I guess sometimes you think that. They were just the most amazing people to work with. They appreciated so much everything we did for them. And I can't thank them enough for doing everything they have done to help promote our show. And Jenny even said um, she's willing to come on the show. And I think that'll be a lot of fun. We just got to schedule it. And maybe be able to talk about after uh, next week's show where they wrap up the Welcome In series, we could talk about our coop. Ingrid, can you go ahead and bring that up? Let's show the coop. Look at that. Oh, that's so nice. I love that door. What are you doing? Uh, Getting this out of the... Okay. Guys, look at that chicken coop. Is that something or what? They got the chicken, the waterer. We have the poultry water. Look, there's chickens in there too. Yeah. Yeah, they got their chickens in there. So you're looking at a craftsman coop. And I don't remember the dimensions. Non probably does. It was probably eight by eight. Is it? Eight by eight walk-in house. And eight by eight by 18. Eight by eight go. by 18. Thank, Thank you, Non. Thank you, Non. Uh, with an 18 foot run. Here's what I love about I mean, there's so many things I love about this coop. Um, and you, so many things got missed. But now, Ingrid, you can show off all the pictures, right? We're, I think we're going to be doing some videos showing off this coop. Yeah. There's some really cool things going on in the inside. But he, here's the thing about the Craftsman. This, too, has been customizable. We were able to, well, Evan, I got to give Evan a ton of credit here. It's and we're going to talk about this today when we talk about building chicken coops. Um, it's not that easy. There is a domino effect when people start saying, "Hey, we want this stained glass window up top." Okay, that was easy. Um, and you definitely got to check out that part. What did you think about that part of the show, Ingrid? About the oh. was that funny or what? <laughs> yeah, that was nice. I want to tell that story. Maybe I'll wait until Jenny and Dave are on because she was not happy with me. Uh, so I'll wait to tell that story. So I, everyone, you got to go watch Fix It to Fabulous, especially episode three. Where, where can we watch? HGTV or Discovery Plus. And this, just so. Check this out. Are we ready for this? It, huh? That's, isn't that nice? She had, Jenny Mars had someone do a watercolor of it for it her. It is gorgeous. Isn't that pretty? I don't know how they do that. I want a copy of that. I want to do all our <sighs> big coops like that and hang them around the shop. Yeah. So, um, so many great things inside there with the feeder hopper and, 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 and there'll be some behind the scenes videos we took. Okay. We had a lot of fun. Get and oh, there's there. Ingrid. Yay. Yay, Ingrid. I know. Um, oh, I like that. We actually had to, <laughs> here's what Slowly happened. Head. We had a oh. deadline, of course, and that was a real deadline because they didn't care if it was done or not. And you can tell by watching the show and we had to retake the last scene like five times. I was so mad. I'm like, people, the coop's not done. They're like, Matt, don't worry about it. We got movie magic and you can tell if you're looking at details the ridge cap's not on the fascia's not on but we had to pretend it was done and um we couldn't get the feeder hopper in through the door <clears throat> so it's all on video and we're like how in the hell are we going to do this and we ended up hacking out as clean and neat as we could with a japanese saw 
getting that hopper in. And it worked. And it worked. Well, you always find a way. Always find a way. So that was HGTV. Now, the other thing, too, um, just a little behind the scenes thing. I, I, bragging points for me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very proud of this. Um, Ingrid, can you go ahead and bring up the coop from Farrington Village? Mm -hmm. One of my favorite coops, favorite places to go visit. All right. Now. Um, yep, there it is. So go back to Ecamm. Yep. And then screen, screen share. share. Where is it? Um, it's. Oh, my gosh. There we go. That one no? right there. No, try it. What, what, what can happen? There ah. it is. Um, so so beautiful. It was actually, I think, our first mortise and tenon coupe. I can't remember. I want to say it was our first mortise and tenon coupe. Um, Ingrid, point. I'll just do it. Yeah. Look at look at that pennant flag up there. So the thing about Farrington Village is all their animals are black and white, and yeah. they're actually belted. I just watched the TikTok about this. You did mm -hmm. well. Thank you. Um, check it out. I was so proud of this because this is a very fancy place. We're talking extremely fancy. And I believe they have a five-star restaurant just right five, across the road from that. Five diamonds. I mean, right across the driveway, even. Yep. Um, our pennant flag made their coffee mugs. Ah, huh? you see that right there? And the chickens. And I'll never forget. I handmade that, and you talk about stressing. And that's when I was just starting to learn how to weld. Um, it made their mug. I thought that was awesome. So I just wanted to show that to everyone, especially if you're ever in the Carolinas and, and, and you can make it to the Pittsburgh area. It's a beautiful part of North Carolina, Farrington Village. The place is amazing because you go to this huge farm mm -hmm. and then you drive down this driveway and it turns into these like, it's like you're all of a sudden on, you're in Beverly Hills at some clothing shops mm -hmm. and, and, and it's just so high end, high class. It's just yeah. it's absolutely gorgeous. And you just wouldn't expect it. And at night is absolutely lit up. Yeah, it's a whole experience. There's the restaurant and the gardens and the chickens and the coop. Yep. In the uh, summer they've got music and pizza. And my favorite at night they have it lit up so beautifully. Including our chicken coop. Um, I would love it if we could go out there and do a live out there. But I tell you, when we're out in the field trying to do these live shows. If we don't have signal or uh, Wi-Fi, we're dead in the water. And that's what happened in Florida, unfortunately. Um, what a, That turned out great at the end of the day. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught what Maybe happened. Maybe you need that Starlink satellite service. From Tesla? Mm -hmm. You know, years ago we invested in, um, I think it was called Global Star. Yeah, we lost a bunch of money, but I'm sure now the technology's <laughs> there. That's a different story. Okay, let's go ahead. Um, if, is there anything else we got to talk about before we get into today's show? We have a few questions. If you All right, let's. I questions. do. I need some questions. Okay. Um, somebody was asking, this might be a question for Nan, um, about uh, the our our schedule. Yeah. So what's schedule. the time frame for getting a Carolina coupe? Okay. Now, I'm glad that question came up. And I don't know how many people actually get to hear this from me, but this was a sore subject this week, wasn't it? Oh, it's hard to keep track. <laughs> I know. <laughs> What day was that or hour? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. He, here's what's going on. And I, I, I hate that this happens. It's just chicken coops. How hard can it be? <laughs> we, we, we do need to make that T-shirt. Anyways. Um, I own our, that. Our schedule officially right now, if someone was to order a Carolina coop, where are we at? August. August. That's insane. Um, Same for an American? Probably. Same. Same for an American. That's in a completely different shop. But here's the thing. I don't want people to give up on us. We are making gains on our schedule where if someone was to order a coupe today, and we've already seen this a couple of times where people got their coupe way quicker than they thought they were going to. So I, I don't want to dangle the carrot. and I don't want to mislead people, say something that's not true. I'm, all I can say that is true is we are working our butts off, making this shop do what I 
wanted to do. We have a superb crew here too. Th- awesome. I know you do in New York, but I just know this crew better. And they are fantastic. They are. I, I am so proud. They're I mean, I'm proud of people and they're great at their jobs. And they want to do well. And this is all new to them. And they've never been given a chance to do whatever they're doing today. But, um, you know, with building coops, uh, they're, they're doing extremely really, really well. Great. All I can say is you could sell a coop today, right? And tell them August. And they're probably like, oh, okay, you know, they'll, they'll wait. And it's well worth waiting. But there's a, the, the probability of us catching up on that schedule and having your coop even sooner is very high now. Oh, great. Well, no, I've already told you this. I know. I'm pretending like it's new news. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it puts I know it puts you in a tough spot because you don't want to promise something you, you, that we may not deliver. And I tell you, things can go wrong. The supply chain's still a nightmare. Yeah. But we are fighting, fighting, fighting to you, you make You know it. what we, we should probably put some time into is a temporary housing ideas. Uh, oh, for the chickens. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant for are, me. For people... <laughs> For people that are waiting for their coop, is there? Let's just collaborate on that for a, you know. And we have. Point. I've saved a lot of coop sales over the years, yeah. getting creative, and you have to. And I don't want to tell people just to go to Tractor Supply and spend the two hundred, three hundred on the five hundred now. Five hundred oh, now. Whoa! For those cheap even those are going up. Yeah, and our prices still have not gone up for the record. Um, I can tell you there is some behind the scenes things going on. I'd love to hear people's feedback, but I tell you at this point, I am this close from getting rid of our heated water system. Mm. That's not an April Fool's joke. I thought about coming up with mm. one. I don't mm. have one. Yeah, I'm sorry. What a nightmare. I know it just, I don't want to get into all that, but there, there's things that we are changing. And, uh, what's the other one? I think I'm very close. We talked about using the acre product, mm-hmm. the way things are looking right now. I don't want to tease people, but, and I know there's gonna be a lot of people upset. They're like, oh my gosh, you're going back or you're getting rid of the high density polyethylene. We might still offer as an option, but as we are trying to get the product out quicker, but also not fall short because of the supply chain, mm-hmm. um, switching to that acre, I think is going to be the way to go. Is we're, it lighter? It is lighter. It's sustainable. Uh, it's a two-in-one process. We can eliminate two products and, and, and make it all out of one, and we'll have less waste. All those things mean we don't have to raise our prices. I could not believe how heavy that plastic is out there, the high density. Yeah, it's It dense. is. I mean, that the the piece for, for the bottom of the hen house, yeah. I can't even pick up. Yeah, it's I'm, heavy. I'm not so we, weak. So it is really, really heavy. We have a just a quick question yes. before we get to yes. the lovely slideshow um, from Kevin oh. Joyce in Franklin County, Columbus, Ohio, and he has he has bird flu here where they have it everywhere now in the United States. Um, are my four girls safe from it if I don't leave let them out of the run? I have them in one of your Cali coops. And the reason why I wanted to say this because I just feel like four girls in a Cali coop is kind of cramped. Well, it could be, but uh, it is designed for four coops. Well, he also might have a larger run. Four coops, four birds. I've had a hell of a week. But I know. Thank you for correcting you know, me. Yeah, because a lot of us do free range, and once we have something like this where they have to be contained, I know that once you've you've let your chickens out, they're used to free ranging. Then you shut the door and you say no more. They're yep. pissed. They squawk and they want to be let out, and they pace by the door and they it's, drag yeah. their beaks on the wire like it was a prison. It is not pretty. Yeah, I, think- I tell you. I, I do tell people, if you don't think you're going to be able to free range that much, you're better off just not letting them free range at all. Go as big as you can with the run. So the question, though, is, you know, does he have to worry about? Yeah, so I had gotten an email from Avian and Exotic here, which is the um, vet place that deals with 
um, birds uh, primarily and, and all exotic animals. And they had basically said that it's 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 being carried by migratory mm-hmm. birds. So yep. that this the next thirty days, at least on the east coast, is very um, is very crucial because the birds are migrating right now. Right. Right. Yep. But it's also, it's really limited to waterfowl. It's not to say that you can't, like other birds can't mm-hmm. get it because obviously hawks have gotten it here mm-hmm. in, in Wake County mm-hmm. and stuff. But if you if you don't, if keeping them penned up away from access to where waterfowl are, ducks basically and, and geese and things that are wild waterfowl, that will help. Um, okay, yeah, there, so- there is a risk factor. If, there, if you're close to a pond or some sort of waterway, your risk is higher. Okay, but how's it transmitted? Is it transmitted? Uh-oh. This could be trouble. Oh, what do we got? Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, we'll have to talk about this. Uh, thank you, Nan. Nan, okay. just uh, for the people listening to the podcast. Is that acreage line? Um, I was just about to ask you I, 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 Yes, I tell you what, you wouldn't believe. Wait, wait, let's finish. Yes. Okay. So... Uh... <laughs> Nan just brought a magazine in that we have to talk about yes, here in a little um, bit. We and we it it was found in Turkey's where I live in Southern Wake County or just over the line. It's um, not South Raleigh. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Southern <laughs> Wake. Inside joke. Um, uh, so it, it, but that's not a risk because those turkeys obviously are not migrating either. But uh, I did was checking my phone because I saw somewhere that they expect it to uh, go away at the end of the summer. I don't know if that's when the birds okay. stop migrating yeah. please, or it. Please uh, excuse my ignorance, it and seems, I'm sure people and I, have I'm this sorry question. I couldn't find it real quick, but um, I should have done. I, some I show can prep. tell you what the avian and exotic said. Yeah, I mean, is it maybe seasonal or something? Well, but... they said that. Um... How did they get it in the first place? Sneezing, coughing, rubbing no, beaks on feces. each other. No, it's feces. Okay, thank you. If feces. They're flying over. So it says keep your birds. Inside with with air with quotes in a Inside. covered pen or enclosure for at least the next thirty days until we are thir- through the current spring migration cycle. Oh, that's limit cool. exposure to wild fowl, including uh-huh. contact areas, water sources contaminated with wild fowl feces. Okay, so think of uh, okay, so we need to simplify this. So you got these wild migratorial waterfowl birds flying overhead. And we all seen it, it, you know, their feces lands on our windshield. So that's what we're talking about. They're flying over top mm-hmm. and they're defecating, obviously. And it's like, why not? Um, and then if your chickens are free ranging, they can obviously come across that. I mean, that's just, okay, I can see that happening. So by just keeping them inside a run with a solid roof, imagine right. that. Mm-hmm. And I would uh, not use the rain barrel because any feces on the roof Ooh. is going to end up in the rain barrel. That's a good point. That is a good point. And that can happen at any time, but that is a good point because if we're, you know, the birds are migrating right now, the, it's extreme high probability. That make, That's a very interesting point. Mm-hmm. If you're using um, the rain- gutter system. Right. 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 Okay. Well, I hope that helps people out because we've been getting a lot of these calls. Yeah. And I think actually right now they're working on a double expedited additional run for a current customer because... She wants to be able to keep her chickens having as much room as possible, mm-hmm. so we're sending her a just a yeah. We've a run. A, a lot of calls for standalone runs or run extensions, um, and we've also had I want to mention mm-hmm. a lot of calls, Facebook message, emails, phone calls for T-shirts. Yes, from the show. Yes, thank God, thank you everyone for that. It needs to get done. And there's your segue to your article. I don't know what a oh segue. I yeah. don't know what a segue is. Isn't that something you ride on? No. You, well, it is. They stole but... it. 
Yeah. Um, transition word. Yes. And I keep going to the local t-shirt company here because I want to get more shirts made. So, and we, they're never yeah, there. so if people want to order those shirts. Just give us a call. We can definitely sell them. I'm I trying did send to get them, them to Carrie. Yes. Extension Car- 113. Okay, <laughs> oh, I didn't know, great. I didn't know we were selling them because somebody had asked and I yes. said that we were. Well, Everything's for sale. Oh Nan God. just has to get a price to it. She, I just, I want to definitely get it sold because again, those proceeds, along with the monetization of the YouTube channel, yeah. Coops for Kids. Whenever we finalize that nonprofit, I can't wait to do it um, and get that up and running. But that's what that is there for. And of okay. course, I love that people. Wait, are wait, so, to... what shirts are they they seen? I'm sorry, I didn't see the show yet. The Raglan. The... Oh, that's what you guys were wearing on the show. You didn't have them then. You filmed that last fall. I am so confused. No, we should. T- we did. We did have it two weeks ago. He was wearing it. No, no. These people. They, they saw the t-shirts on the HGTV show. Oh, Fixer to fabulous. So what? Are, what t-shirts were you guys wearing on that oh, show? Oh, the white one. I was gonna wear that today because of that reason. Is it the white one with the logo? Yeah. Yes, and those are the best shirts. I oh, got to get I more. And I saw the screenshot, uh, screen capture oh, of the okay. of the green one too those on the show. Those are by far my favorite t-shirts. Well, uh-huh. I do love the Raglans, but those were a dry fit, last minute. We need something because they told me, the producer said, Matt, there's no name dropping. Okay, well, watch this. Okay. Uh, so we made real, you know, specific shirts for the HGTV show so that people could see Carolina Coops. And I'm so glad uh, it, it passed through editing where Dave. All right, well, that's what is catching people's attention because all of these calls are not for the raglan. It's for the whatever you were wearing Let's on the Let's get show. those made then. Okay, okay, that's good to know. And I love those shirts. They're okay. white, dry fit, and it's a—it's not a silk screen, but it, it's—it's a press on, but it doesn't look it. I don't know how they did it, but it's absolutely gorgeous. All right, um, gosh, it's already almost twelve thirty. All right, yeah. so do you know anything about making chicken coops? No. If anything, I'm I should probably have. I'm gonna throw one together in my backyard, and I just don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Can you help me? Yeah, I'm gonna have. Well, I'm, a- I'm not gonna give you our recipe, but I'll tell you what not to do. <laughs> I'm going to have to make You've been you working small. on that one, haven't you? No, it just came to me. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead. Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, thank you, everyone that is watching. We're going to talk about right now the top 10 chicken coop building mistakes. We want to do this for the people, and the same reason why we do the show, is if you're not going to buy one of my coops, learn from us. And let me be clear. I'm not telling you to call up and say, hey, Matt, what's, t- you know, give me all the measurements and angles Can of I your egg cut list. Yes, that's not what I'm saying. How folks. far apart is the? Yes, the that's not bar. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, go out, have some fun, but listen to what we're saying, and you're about to see textbook examples, of the top ten, if you will, of the mistakes you can make. All right, we're gonna go from ten to one, so yep. it's another countdown. And are we ready to go ahead and get started? I'm ready. All right, so Ingrid has again done an awesome job on the keynotes. Oh, and I also want to mention. Look at that picture I, of you. Yeah, well, that is a great photo. I remember that. If you ever heard of Gallo, Gallo Wine, is that what it's called? Uh-huh. Out in California. Awesome customer. Beautiful chicken coop. I've seen other companies or whoever it is out there on YouTube, Facebook, or whatever, the internet, where they're stealing our photos saying they're going to, you could buy one of our coops for like 80 bucks. Yeah. And, and I, for everybody, I want to say this. I'm glad you said something. For everybody that sees these websites where they're selling, it looks like it's Lowe's. They're using like the Lowe's. Mm-hmm. Um, trademark and all that stuff. If you see our coops and our pictures in an, in a Facebook or Instagram ad, because that's usually where they're seeing mm-hmm. them now, just report the ad. Yes, that's how you can help us because I can't. I we can't get these people to stop. But if you keep reporting these ads as being scams, then they'll end up getting kicked off. Yeah, I saw that's one it. as a Google ad. It, it, I'm just doing a Google search. Pisses oh. me off because I know. 
they're taking advantage of people's. Oh yeah, somebody you know, gave them money for one of the coops. I don't know if they thought they were getting um, the plans or whatever. And but. It, trust me, folks, it's not us. All right, so top ten chicken coop building mistakes and how to fix them. I didn't know we were going to add that part of the show. So Ingrid, awesome! I love that we got another. Um, I don't even know how to make this go though. Oh, <laughs> it's so simple. I know. Where is it? All right. Well, all you got to do is click the arrow. Where was the arrow? Right there. Or just press the arrow on the keyboard. Oh, that's better. I like it that. It is better. All right. So we need to get this off. Top 10 chick coop building mistakes. All right. Number 10. This one. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially that picture right in the middle. Say it out loud so more people that are I'm on going radio. to. I'm digesting. I'm <laughs> processing. All right. So number 10. Pitching henhouse roof into the run. Yeah. And I can understand how people don't think about this when they're building their coops. Uh, but I tell you, that is horrible to do. I even included a nice fancy looking coop, if you notice that. Like this is, I didn't just buy, like do tractors bike coops. Right. I found coops that, and my apologies to anybody who has these coops. or Oh, people are going to, yeah, that's copyright. You could You're probably just... fix that with a gutter, right? You like can... that one in the middle? You can. And even the butterfly roof. You that can. And having gutters are not bad, but... Um, winter time, yeah. snow. I mean, there's so many reasons why you don't pitch the roof into your run, especially. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I have to just state the obvious, the HGTV roof. No, that because the rest of it was covered. Thank oh, you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. When you have an open run, which is going <sighs> to, I'm sure we're going to talk about here in a little bit why you don't want to have an open run. So should I move to the fixed? Well, um, I don't know yet. So These are great pictures, Ingrid. These are great pictures. And Ingrid, I love that you, you, again, I see this all the time. And I'm like, that is a good looking coop. But I want people to realize you can have a beautiful looking coop. But the most difficult part about building chicken coops is the design for perfect function. And you could have something that looks really good, but the function's not there. What Carolina Coops does is we make the function and the beauty perfect. So yeah, so let's go ahead and see the next one. I just want to mention that blue coop on the bottom too has the window that tilts up like the water. Oh, that's just gonna yeah. catch the water right into yeah, the Yeah, I tell you. And look, and that one I see another mistake on that one. Yeah, which I'm sure we'll talk about. With the um, egg hutch. So yeah, there you go. Absolutely. And Don't, I and I did include the the fixer to fabulous one just to, to show that absolutely so if you are gonna pitch the roof into the run area you better hope you're hitting another solid roof and if you do that <laughs> you're golden as you can see to our upper well, i guess i can't again can't point to it but um right there to the upper left of your screen is a textbook example and the chickens don't care which way that roof yeah. is pitched but there are reasons why we have to turn it. And a lot of it has to do to make sure we have that headroom. In this case, we had to do that stained glass window above the header of the door. So you gotta, it's the easiest solution is turn the roof 90 degrees from how we normally do it. And voila, you got lots of room up there. Okay. Number nine. Oh, <laughs> this one drives me nuts. Can I just say it wasn't that hard finding the what not to do pictures? <laughs> and let, let me be clear. Let me be clear too, folks. Again, we're doing this because this is for if you're gonna build your own coop. Of course, I want you to buy ours. And I love when people are like Matt. My God, you were right. I should have just bought yours. I would have saved time, saved money. But I see this all the time, especially. I'm just gonna call them out because I they're, they they're the Amish love to do this, and you know their labor practices all even though they're legal. It's, crap anyways <laughs> linoleum is i in my opinion it sounds right 
to, yeah. to put linoleum down on the floor of the hen house. It's no. Here's what happens. It's actually porous, but and I've seen this so many times, especially as an exterminator. Um, when you want to prevent things from insects and in this case mold and bacteria. You don't want to create more layers than you have to. And linoleum creates a horrible layer where you won't find out you have other problems until it's too late. You don't want to put linoleum on the floor of your hen house. Yep. It just doesn't look good. Yes, the fix. Sure, high-density polyethylene, or we were talking about earlier, the acre. The, there's two things going on here. We use a waterproof product, but there's no layer on that floor. There's oh, nowhere right. for it's, pests yeah. to hide yeah. or bacteria it's or molds. It's open on the bottom. Yes. That's, right. that's a very important distinction. Also, we have said if you don't even use that, you can oil the plywood. Yes. That and, would be actually better than, or could you paint a waterproofing product on it? Hmm, That's a great question. Can you? Yes. Should you? No. And I'll tell you why. Paint only adheres. And it'll always end up chipping and flaking and then probably, again, creating more yeah. of those layers yeah, versus right. oiling or staining because it penetrates. It doesn't create that layer. But when you oil, let's say you're building your coop and you don't want to have to go get high density polyethylene. I get it. It's very expensive and it's hard to get now. Um, get plywood and oil it. Would you need an exterior rated plywood? It helps, I would. it helps because the glues yeah. are exterior rated, even though technically they're not going to be exposed yeah. to the elements. But the secret is, and it's just as easy as the old wooden salad bowls. Right. You oil them up with a food safe oil. And as long as that wood is soaked in that oil and when water does get to it, it has nowhere to go and it can't harbor. The water can't get into that lumber sitting there to feed what's actually going to destroy the wood. And we're not talking about water getting in there. It's really the moisture from the droppings, exactly. which is negligible. It, it, yeah, especially, I mean, look at this picture again, up to your upper left of your screen. Yeah. Um, there's the diaper, all right? right? That's where your moisture should be. And if you got good bedding, you will not even have to worry about really what your floor is made out of. But we love the high density because our customers love it. It's, it's really, it, it is extreme overkill in my opinion. But as soon as we started using it, customers love it and they just they that's why i'm scared to switch to the acre it is easy to pull out the... well i think i think the acre there's a lot of interest in it and i think it'll yeah i think it'll work well just makes sense yeah. um i just want to say that patty s said oh yes i built my own coop i will never do that again we'll only order from carolina coops thank you patty yes i mean they're there again folks I, I love when they say that because i'm not here yes i'm here to obviously promote our coops um through education so Right, um, and this isn't to knock people that have done these things. We're trying to help you. This is not yeah, – I just learn want to make that from, clear. Mm -hmm, learn from our mistakes, other people's mistakes, because people don't know that this – your beautiful coops are a work in progress, and it has taken 12 years of trial and error and testing ideas. 14 and, years. And, 14 years. And failing. <laughs> poor, poor Evan, you know. It, and failing and improving and taking something that works and saying, okay, how can we do this better? How can we do it more efficiently? How can we make it better for the customer experience? How can we bring Thank it you. down from, you know, the, the price? How can we do this? Thank you. Um, and I know you say that because you've been around really almost since day yeah, one. We and built the American Coupe prototype on in my driveway five years ago. People have this, no this idea the hell we have and gone. And my HOA is still talking about it today. <laughs> the, the hell we have gone through 
Um, and a lot, that's a lot of it at the sake of our customers too. But you know, we're very friendly to our guinea pigs, and our customers come to us with the best ideas. The point I was going to make is one. Well, so one, Kristen, thank you for saying that. You're welcome. Uh, because the people that have been around understand, and this is true for any business. When you are designing something from scratch, versus this is why it pisses me off. All the people I know, I know they're out there. I know they're copying us. They're making money off of our blood, sweat, and tears. Mm -hmm. I love it. If you're going to build your own coop. I love that. Learn from it. And I saw an example yesterday on Facebook. Um, I wish they would give us credit, but whatever. But when companies are copying us, they have no idea the hell we went through. But when you're looking at these coops now, it's like, oh, yeah, that just makes sense. It doesn't when it doesn't exist. And also, I was kind of picking on Evan. You know, and he really, he does all the designing now. That poor man, he's got more white hairs. It happens. I, I warned doesn't him. It? The stress will get to you. Okay. Let's go to eight. Number eight. Oh, we got to get that audio file. It was house number eight. Uh, top. Okay, roof too low to roost bars. Not enough hen house headroom. Big what, mistake. Yeah, and what makes this even worse is if you have shingle nails, roofing nails poking Amish, through the roof. Amish coops. And those Amish coops, we did a run extension for one once, and we were shocked it was stapled together, right? Hand-stapled. Hand-stapled and leaking. And I'm not trying to oh, beat them up. rotten let me, wood. Yes, yeah, so let and... me be clear. It's just there's reasons why you don't want to do this. Metal roofing is, one, the best. But number two, it gets tricky. If you're going to do shingles... And you, you know, by code, when you're building a house, the nail has to poke through. So that's right. usually what's available. You can't go somewhere and be like, I need specialized roofing nails for chicken coops. They just don't exist. <laughs> um, so you got to think about that when you're designing. But also, when, you know, I say it all the time, size matters. And I'm sure that's going to be somewhere in this list. But when you're designing your chicken coop, it is awful for these chickens that their heads are just below the roof. It's going to be hot and worse Especially stagnant. if you don't have a lot of ventilation. Yeah, mm -hmm. that stagnant air. They're breathing that in. Hot but air rises. Look at that. Look at that. Look at all. Sometimes we have so much headroom in our chicken coops. It's embarrassing. Yeah, you can almost almost put a second floor in there. You really could. And Look at, look at my chicken butts over there. That's yes. my coop. Oh, fluffy butts. I love them. Yes, That's my boy. Coop. And that old school American. Yes. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll get that. Yeah, I'm glad we did away with that concept. So Jonathan is asking, what's the what's the recommended headroom for roosting chickens? Ooh, great question. I, mean, I don't have a measurement right off the top of my head. I would say, but you want at least. I mean, because when they fly up too, they don't mm, just fly up. Ooh, that's they a good might point. overshoot it or go a little higher. I would say no would, less than. 16 inches. I want to say a foot. Yeah, I was going to say a foot. But here's the thing. Here's one of the reasons why I love a gabled roof is you naturally get more headroom. Yeah. So if you look at, I don't know if they can see my cursor when I'm pointing to the screen right now, but, you know, right here is about. The lower picture. Let's just, yeah, this is going to be the lowest side and that's going to be about 18 inches. And there's still tons of headroom there. And of course, as the roof pitches up, it just, you just get tons of headroom. And the reason for that is like you just said, you know, they're not going to hit their heads. Actually, I never thought about that. That's a good point. It was more for keeping them cooler right. and making sure they're not breathing in trapped stagnant air. Right. So Lindsay also said she built a copycat. She's like, phew, it's beautiful and functional, but oh my God, you learn exactly why they cost what they do. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, we've Thank had a lot you. of people that say they should have bought one. They thought they were going to save money, but after a trip to Lowe's or 10 I'll... trips to Lowe's or Home Depot. <laughs> yes, and a lot of times they, when I talk to them, they say, man, I spent double. 
It's not. We're not just talking a couple hundred bucks. Right. Well, right. and the tools involved too for That's cutting and yeah. stuff. All the different tools that you use for pocket hole joinery and all that kind of stuff. And not everybody has table saws and mm. chop saws and they pneumatic, don't pneumatic. I you know guns. that's a very good point. I forget that part. I yeah. just assume because I yeah. grew up surrounded by tools. Right. I just assumed everyone does. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let's come up. Number six. Seven. Seven. Okay. Oh, I didn't even see it. Switch. Number seven. Top chicken coop building mistakes. Having the egg hutch hinge from the top. Huge mistake. And we used to use this method. Absolutely. I have one of the earlier chicken coops in yes. my backyard, and it freaks those chickens out. Every time I open that lid and there's one in there, they run out of the chicken coop squawking. Period. Like That's I it. was trying to kill them. So I get it. You know, and I didn't know any different in the beginning. And it's the easiest form of opening up a part of the egg hutch by hinging the roof. But it is awful for the chickens, like you just said. Mm -hmm. And the reason is, think about it, folks. Chickens need, in order to survive, are very aware of aerial predators, okay? So you're freaking them out. They think you're a predator all of a sudden, um, which could also cause them to maybe be reluctant to even go back in that egg box to lay. The other thing is, it's an easy leak point in the construction. So difficult. So I love this. So um, Inger just switched the slides. Mm -hmm. and Inger's trying to push us along. I like it. I like <laughs> it. Um, uh, you can see a great example of my opinion of how the egg hutch should be. And there's numerous reasons. One, with that drop down door, you're not freaking out the chickens. I look at them. That's Matt Ryan's chickens, by the way. That's I was just going to say, and it brought up a point I'm going to mention here in a little bit. Uh, I jinxed ourselves. Not happy about it. I what jinxed. are you talking about? Oh. Okay. I jinxed ourselves bad. Anyways, but we have a solution. So, and anyone can get to them. Children in a wheelchair or if you're tall. I love that part. And that's the first thing the kids go run into is that egg hutch. So you don't freak them out. And it's completely waterproof. And anyone can have access to those eggs. Yep. Uh, so I want to mention real quick. And I wish we could find automotive trim to go along the edging of the roof. And I always say, knock on wood, no one's, we never had an accident. An elderly gentleman had an accident. He's exaggerating big time. I wish I, we were not allowed to know who it is, but apparently he did hit his head on the roof, caused him to have to use a bandage. There's no stitches involved, but um, he, he reported us to the federal government. Yeah, how hard can chicken coops be? Did I tell you about that? No. Oh, yeah, we got a letter from blah. Don Cons can tell you. Consumer. Consumer safety, uh, da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. And listen, I, I get it. I get it. And I, I, I we have tried to figure out ways to fix it. And hasn't been the on the top of my list because we, we just haven't had issues. But uh, we have experimented with other ideas. But now we definitely have to come up with something. What's crazy is it finally hit me a solution that I was like, what? I can't. I can't say. Why? Because well, should go without saying why I can't say. But it'll come out. You guys will see it. Well, we have people that could use the information. Yeah, that's why you buy a coop. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I mean existing customers that have already bought And a the coop. existing customers, most likely, uh, we're going to do an email blast to everyone offering them for free. Okay. Absolutely. We just okay. got to prove that it's going to work, but it just... It, the solution hit me while driving. I'm going, oh, my God. So perfect. Because the automotive trim, it looks great. It just doesn't stay on. And that's why we just didn't go with it. But I came up with another solution. But anyways. I, I actually, because my coop is, it's kind of small where it is. And I actually cut my arm on the 
on the nest box but i mean it wasn't like a like it just was like a scratch it wasn't you know and that's what happened to this gentleman and he <laughs> exaggerated with complete false statements of what he said about the product but e- either way i don't want anyone to ever cut themselves What's no i mean it, it was my fault because i was i was misjudged my right my area right so okay uh, just being transparent, open subject. I noticed we got 81 people watching right now. I love yeah. that this show is building. I'm so thankful because there was times I'm like, I don't know if the show is even worth it. All 81 people, thank you so much for being here. And if you're just joining us, uh, we are going to be coming up to number six, but we're doing the top 10 chicken coop building mistakes. We are live. It is April 1st, 2022. No April Fool's jokes yet. Yeah, no joke with this. All right, number six. In the construction, okay, this one's tricky. Mm-hmm. Excellent job, Ingrid. Excellent. Okay, this is one of those things that is hard to explain. So, it, while you are constructing your chicken coop, what makes it challenging is you normally can only build using things meant for houses. And when you're building the roof system, especially a truss system, um, you got to have a board, what's called a collar tie. And that just keeps the because you're not you don't have a ridge beam and the ridge beam would normally keep it from ever splaying down or you know the roof sagging. When you do a truss system, the collar tie keeps it from sagging. Well, here's what happens: <laughs> you use these collar ties, not intending for the chickens to go up there, but guess what? They do. Yeah. They're gonna go to that highest point, and unless that's your intentions, it's not good, especially. When you're building a run and you use these trusses out in the run with those lower collar ties, your chickens will probably most likely not go into the hen house. They're mm-hmm. going to go up to that, what is so now a roost bar That is their instinct to go to the highest point. So number six, in the construction, having anything that the chickens can roost on, that is higher than the roost bars inside the hen right, house. Right, that's right. So Ingrid, that was excellent because we talked about that. And it's it's tough to explain I forgot that. about that one, so good job. And that is another one that I'm very proud of, and we have to work hard at making sure how we do our trusses, that it, the, the breaking strength is just absolutely incredible. And we did do a video recently, and I don't think it ever made it up, but we took another one where the joint wasn't completely closed. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful my team said, no, we're just not going to send it out. And I said, you know what? Let's break it. And it took over 800 pounds to break this one truss that didn't even have complete perfect joinery. And once again, if you do it right, the wood will fail before the joint does. And this is one of the reasons why we love Doug Fur. No, that reminds me of another disclaimer coming up. That might be changing Based on too. availability. Yeah, based on availability. It is getting crazy out there with lumber. But um, Another point, I mean, you can see how complex these roofs are or how beefy they are. They're not really hmm. complex, but somewhat. They can um, be intimidating. Yes, uh, when you get your chicken coop and it's shipped to you and you're laying out all the parts to paint it <laughs> or getting ready to assemble, you'll see it looks like half of your chicken coop is roofing material. It, it really is. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I mean, if it just if you lay it all out to paint, there it seems like half of it is roof, and I, and I guess that makes sense. It, it does because the roofing really system crazy. has so much to do mm-hmm. with the structural integrity and how we fabricate and design our roof system is so that when people are putting together their own coop, they don't have to be a roofer to be successful. You just got to know trust those index points, trust those joints. But we have what we call a gusset that makes those trusses extremely strong, and the chickens will not jump up on anything because right. the, the highest thing they can jump up on is the roost bar and that's the way it's supposed to be. 
And that photo where the chickens were roosting was actually from a forum where someone said, I built a coop, and then I, <laughs> explaining the exact reason to why you shouldn't do that. Yep. But that's, that's easy to overlook. That's easy. Yep. That's an easy mistake. That's why we wanted to mention it. Number five. Screening hen house floor and run bottom or solid run bottom. Yeah, so we got a double here. Yeah. And did, did we talk about this? I feel like we talked about this with the backyard chicken myths. Yes, yes. probably. Um, yes. So There's some huge, crossover there. Yeah. huge. And as you see, as we get closer to one, uh, we rated these based on probably the severity of this mistake yeah. and probably very, very common. And this mm. we hear and see all the time, even with... <laughs> look at look at that middle photo. That is a coop of One of our coops. I, I wanted to be fair. Yes, absolutely. Lafayette, what? Louisiana. Is that is that a concrete floor in that chicken coop? Yep. It did not matter what I told this gentleman. Great guy. I super would like nice. to interview the chickens that live in there. I would love to go back there, actually. Super, super great guy. This was a uh, home he was building. He added the chicken coop, and it was actually old sugar cane fields, whatever. Uh, way down Louisiana. Was he older? He was. Because uh, that that was the way to do it way back in the day. Yes. Nothing I could do mm -hmm. to change his mind. And it just got to the point. I said, okay. And, and, and he kept saying to me, Matt, I get it. I know. I'm like, okay. All right. So just to clarify, this is saying that you do not want you, hen house floor screened thinking that the, the droppings, droppings are going to fall through. They're not going to fall through. They're going to get caught on there and just pile up and smell. And... You do not want to screen the bottom of the run because the chickens' feet, when they're scratching and pecking all day, they're going to get caught on that wire. They're not going to be happy. It's going to increase bumblefoot risks. Mm -hmm. And you do not want a solid floor on the bottom of your run. That's concrete or pavers or anything like that. You may think that's going to be better, more sanitary, but it's actually better to have dirt. Yes, and because microbes and everything. Let the cleanup crew do their job. The microbes. Yeah. It's chickens way... are going to be happier. It's going to be smelling less. And it's going to be less maintenance. Yes. Just leave it natural inside the run. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yes, organic material for run floor is the fix. And then the other big mistake I see people, and it's not horrible. It's not nearly as bad as screening and concrete, but just a a mention is when people use sand. Mm, that's we're a not note. a fan of sand. Yeah, no. That's I didn't, that I, me yeah, nuts. it wasn't really in the coop building, but that's a, a big pet peeve. Of yeah, mine. just something I want to mention. Yeah, because look how happy my birds are in their no, little pile. So happy. Look how happy that guy is putting it. Hold on, number you, you you're go going. You're, you got to let me know when you're about to click through. We need okay. a little, you know, because people. Are, okay, so um, yeah, 84 people watching. I love it. I hope you guys are loving this. I hope you appreciate it. I see there are definitely a lot of questions and comments coming uh -huh. in. So we will get to them. Please keep bringing your questions in. I promise we will get to them. I'm going to make Ingrid. Get to him. I, I noticed she's doing a lot better um, at that. So thank you, Ingrid. Oh, you're quite welcome. Matt. Okay, so we're coming up to number four. <laughs> oh, so yeah. this again with the wire. Oh, my gosh. Number four, wrong choice of screening and application. Oh, Ooh, it's, it's look a, at that first picture. That's a handheld stapler. That's a double whammy. I am Whoa. so glad to see but this. But they, 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 look at that. That's one-eighth. No, I quarter know. Inch, quarter that's quarter inch, inch hard that's hardware. That's all I could find. They, they found, they spent all that money on quarter inch hardware cloth, and then they're barely stapling it on. Okay. I'm so glad to see this because Whoa. I just saw this again on a, on a chicken forum. and You read chicken forums? 
I don't read them. I just look at the pictures real quick and then maybe <laughs> scan a couple words. And I know immediately like what people are saying. Anyways, um, but thanks. So, and I, and I worry when I tell people that we staple our hardware cloth on, we do, but not with this type of staple gone and this size is completely different. And I see this all the time where people take that handheld stapler, like you're gonna staple on a piece of plastic to the wall if you're hanging insulation. And I know people do that because it's an inexpensive tool, it's readily available, and you see other people do it, but it is a huge, huge no-no because it's just not nearly as strong enough. And especially if you're going into pressure-treated lumber, and I'm sure they have stainless steel staples for this type of staple gun, it's just not gonna be strong enough and they're gonna corrode. And then the other part of this, it is a mistake uh, because mainly when it is not PVC coated, even though it's going to be galvanized, it will end up rusting and becoming weak. And the reason why that's a big mistake is a predator will make their way through mm-hmm. and it won't be until it's too late. You won't notice there was a weak point, uh, you know, in the chicken wire or the quarter inch or even half inch galvanized, just regular raw galvanized hardware cloth. It rusts. So the black PVC coating protects it for a lifetime. And not to mention, too, it looks a lot better. And where where it's going to fail is if a predator leans on it, press, uh, presses up against it, it'll just come come away from the frame. That's it. You know, and I talk about that a lot. It's, you know, I tell people all the time, you could put chain link fence on your run, but if you don't do the proper adhesion, use the right application for uh, holding the screen onto the wood, it's going to fail, like you're saying. And they just push and push and push on it. Um, the way we do it, I have found to be the best way uh, and that is one using stainless steel uh, and shooting it on like you're sewing. You know, again, I always tell people like you take a little one piece of thread; it's weak, but you sew up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fabric or whatever. It becomes strong. It's kind of the same exact thing, but you gotta be if you're doing it this way. There's an art to it, mm-hmm. uh, especially to make it look good and make sure the crown goes across the double weld, so you're catching both wires. Not to mention too, that's gonna be the strongest part of all the hardware cloth and it's thousands and thousands and thousands of staples. Yeah. Uh, but it or works. Or you use the furring strips that you provide. Oh yeah. So yeah, the furring strips is just, that is a brutal way. Um, to were put there like 700 nails or something. No, it was like 2000 2, nails. nails. That's a lot of hammering. And I do know a lot of our customers that do have their own nail guns, staple guns, pneumatics, even though they still get the furring strips. I do tell customers if you have someone you can borrow, yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. And but, even if you use the furring strips, and oh, and with the nails, it's incredibly strong. It's I mean, just, you could use both if you wanted. To you absolutely this. could. Uh, we've done. We should. Do you don't that need ag- to, but it, I like how it looks. We should do that again. I remember back in the New York shop, like four years ago, we did a test to how strong that was. It was incredibly strong, um, but it's brutal going around and hammering in all those hot dipped galvanized nails. Extremely strong, very time consuming. But this is our preferred way. Highly recommend it. And you can see where you put the um, with the one with the that you're stapling it on there where you're doing it between the two. So it's not at the edge. It's like you said, you caught mm-hmm. the crown goes between the, in that corner. Yeah. There. The crown of the staple goes over the welds and you don't go all the way to the ends because it's just not going to be as strong. Right. There. You want to go. I, I like coming in one square and get knock on wood. It, it's a nightmare trying to, if you ever, you know, when you screw up pulling this off, it's a night. You, you, the easiest thing to do is cut the screen mm-hmm. instead of trying to pull those staples out. So Robert Clifford said that mm-hmm. he cut his thumb the other day with a knife, and he said, I guess I should report them. <laughs> yeah. 
So I just want to say that people I, are I sympathetic. Know. And I thank God. I know most people get it and they understand, but there's always those certain people and I shoot for a hundred percent. I want to make everyone happy. Um, so I appreciate the comments. Please keep them coming in. Hold on. Hold on. 96. I would love it. Break a hundred. If you, can you guys share this show? Is it possible when people are watching to share it? Well, if you can, please do. Know. 96 people. I love that 96 people are watching. Um, if you're just joining us, we're coming up. We got three left. We've been doing the top 10. If you're building your own chicken coop, the top 10 mistakes you can make. And coming up with a solution. I tell you, Inga, oh, you've done. And I just want to mention, too, that you guys sell wire mm -hmm. on oh, yeah. your website. Oh, yeah. And we sell the staples. Yes. Because you cannot find stainless steel staples. That is Thank you. And the stainless steel is a particularly important for the pressure treated. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that because you, I think, not too long ago argued with me on that. Oh, no, I got stainless No, you didn't. They're hard to find, but we do keep them in stock and sell them. So yeah, that's... I, I don't sell them on the website because I don't have a price on that. What are you talking about? I don't have the stainless steel staples. How hard on. is this? Mm. Hold on. No, we're not going to number three yet. Yes, we are. We're going no, to no, number no. Okay, three. Right, Where, where's my mouse? We just got to. No, you are not allowed to touch the mouse. Oh. Uh, all right, Ingrid, so we, let's move on. So we're coming up to the top three. Before we get to the top three, mm. oh, good. Let's, let's go through a couple questions and comments. Okay. Thank you. All right. Let me go back to the top so you don't get all you're worked up. This show is for the people that are watching, especially the ones that are commenting. So I think we owe it to them, and I can't thank them enough. Even if you're just saying hi, I appreciate it. I would love to bring 100. Yay. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Even thank if, you, everyone. Love it. Even if Mike Trapp went and logged in on three devices. Yes. Thanks, Mike. I, <laughs> I appreciate I, that. <laughs> I think we, that gets the bell. We need to go. We need to go visit Mike Trapp uh, one day. And yes. I think he's all the way out on the West Coast, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, That's fine. I, I'm willing to go. Good old Mike. You know, I, I had a dream the other night, truth be told, of trying to design a T-shirt. I thought it would be funny. He sent us that picture where his Polish is on his shoulder. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to come up with a logo for Video Chicken, you know, other than a picture of me and a TV or whatever. I thought it'd be funny if showing someone on a couch with a chicken on his shoulder, um, like a silhouette. That uh, is I the mascot. Yeah, yeah, that uh, it's yeah. so funny. So Patty S. said, I'm still a little confused. Do you take the coop clean out to a pile to rest or directly on plants? You take it to rest. You it depends wanna... on how fresh it is, yeah, but you... it, it wouldn't hurt to take it out and at least let it rest a couple weeks. But what yeah. kind of plants? It doesn't matter. I mean... Or leave it... Can you leave it in your wheelbarrow for a couple weeks? Yeah. I mean, I just wouldn't put it directly on stuff that you were growing because there's probably some high ammonia and nitrogen in there that... It's, it, yeah, it's layered and it's different ages, yeah. so unless you can take the the top off and put it somewhere else. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So Patty's asking, when you clean out the deep litter, right? Yes. And you got the chicken droppings, you guys call it hot, right? Where it's just not really broken down. Mm -hmm. And if you're growing, let's say plants for, say you're growing tomato plants, you're not gonna wanna put that raw manure, that fresh manure directly right. to the soil around the plants, thinking we're gonna help fertilize it because of things like salmonella or harmful bacteria, right? That's not the concern. Okay, so I don't so explain yeah, the it to me. I don't, know. don't get salmonella. So no, what is the concern? It's, the, it's a, like if any it's kind of manure is the, is the nitrogen level. It's like it's too it's too rich. It needs to oh. cure because it's going to burn the plants. Yeah. See, I that just goes to prove I'm not a gardener and how confusing that can be. I always think about when you get lettuce and it has salmonella in the that's news. That's from the people picking it. No, no, that's from that's E. coli from E. coli. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. Contamination in the field. 
from yeah. them defecating out in the field. Not or usually. Just it's not usually washing livestock, their hands. Livestock <laughs> uh, runoff, I think. Yeah. Or livestock. Or, okay, so it's it's that it could be too <laughs> concentrated for the plants. Yeah. How do you know then when it's ready? Yeah, I would just let it, like Kristen said, let it sit for a couple of weeks somewhere. How do you know I, when it's ready? Or you could just take off the top layer, let that sit somewhere, mm -hmm. and then whatever's down below, you know that's aged. That's yeah. not hot. Is there a nitrogen meter? Like, how do you know? You just, you just don't, it's just not, like, you just don't do it. Like, it's okay. just, that's all. <laughs> you go by the smell? No. No, yeah, I would just, no. you, if you, okay, since we're dealing with fresh, um. Feces, manure, fresh, uh, chicken manure, you know it. Like, the stuff we, you can buy what's called black hen or black cow, and that is manure that is made from a cow or a hen, and you can add that to your garden as an additive. But that's already been cured. But now, now again, I, 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 you or someone was just telling me that they bought chicken manure in a bag and it smelled so bad they couldn't even keep it in their garage or they had to put it in their garage. It is a little pungent. The, yeah. the black hen and the black cow gets a little pungent when you open the bag. It's not, I don't think it's that horrible, but maybe I'm But probably... isn't that stuff in the bag ready to be put to the plants? Yes, because it's been it's already been processed and cured in that sense. But does, put... So the smell doesn't make it nope. tell us at all? No. Okay, again, I guess, I guess I just don't know. But that's a great question. Uh, so you let it sit. You just don't want fresh. I mean, you don't want a, a lot of fresh manure on a on a young plant. You like could that. probably just put it around trees or woodland area. And fresh. I've heard that a lot. I, yep. I because you know chickens do drop free range. Hello from Sydney, Australia. Love Australia. We are aggressively going to be having coops shipped there very soon, and New Zealand. <sighs> Proud to say that. Can't wait. And Patty loved the HGTV show. Um, yes, I, w I hope you guys got a chance to I watch it. Let a little us... fear of missing out right now, a little FOMO. You should. You are missing a great show. <laughs> and I love, we got a lot of great comments. Um, we did. And I can't thank everyone enough for and, that. And Patty also said that she's glad to hear that Jenny and Dave are the same personality as on and off the show. And they are. They're wonderful. They seem so nice. They were very nice on, on Instagram. Anthony Dibna. Hold on. I, I owe that gentleman a phone call. Anthony, how you doing? I, I Oh, my gosh. It just occurred to me. I hope I'm correct. Um, he is a customer of ours that got a chicken coop out in Nevada, and I have to call him. I am so sorry. I'm going to give you a call. I want to say you requested a call, and don't let me forget about it. He's or call us. He's the one that had to, had to put his coop together in the snow. Yes, that's what I thought. And I know, again, I apologize, but it just occurred to me I owe him a phone call. Give us a call, too, um, if, if you have a better time. Anita's asking how thick our storm shields are and if she can order them um, if she's not getting a coop. Oh, 100%. Yes, and yes. they're one eighth. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. That's a that's a phone call order because that's not something that we can um, stick in a UPS box, but yes. <laughs> oh, speaking of UPS... Mm, what nothing our rate they just we've been working hard to get keep the price down so we can pass the savings on to our customer i believe we have finally hit a new milestone with ups and that the price has come down a little bit more for shipping hemp yes yay yay yes. I, I don't know we worked our butts off to get there yes. so i know our customers will thank you our customers will appreciate that speaking of hemp too it is flying off the shelf, which I'm very thankful for. If you have never used hemp before and you're thinking about it, get it. We have it in stock. You will love it. It's the world's best diaper. Okay. Do you want to continue no, yeah, with can, questions can, or do you want to continue with the top three? Um, we are at one o'clock. 
No. So let, let's do the next three, and then we can come uh, back. Okay, yeah. hold on. Let's do number three, and then hit some questions and comments. Number three. What do you th- do? You know what number three is? I don't. I don't either. So the top three. We're getting to the top. Number three. Oh yes. These Absolutely. are coop building mistakes. Absolutely. Learn from our mistakes and other people's mistakes. Not having a solid roof run. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. I know a lot of people probably don't put a solid roof over your run because of costs. Right. It'll cost you later on down yeah. the road. My very first chicken coop that I built, uh, it did not have a solid roof run, but ended up adding it later. Then it'll end up costing you more. Uh, and your chickens will thank you. Here's the deal. Always think about what did chickens do before coops were invented. That roof over your run is the canopy of the forest. You got to provide them shade. You got to keep that run dry. And the chickens will just be so much happier and healthier. And even if you, you know, like I see the picture off to the right, that's really scary. That'd be more like a chicken run uh, well, uh, where it's wide open at the top where they're going to be very vulnerable to predators. But a lot of times we see people screen the top. And what happens is, you have to go out there with a leaf blower because all the leaves that have fallen on it. Mm. And then if Pine you don't. Pine the worst. Oh, yeah. And it kind of locks on. Yeah. And if you don't get to the leaves, all right. And then, then you're into, you know, you're up north and it starts to snow. And then all that weight just breaks it. It's awful. And then it's dripping. It's raining constantly when it's starting to melt. And it really just makes such a horrible mud mess in there with mud and feces. And oh, it's. There you go. Solid roof run. It's just that simple. Just that simple. Uh, common, common mistake, and I know people make it because of cost. They probably just don't really understand the importance of why, especially if you can't free range, uh, why a chicken needs a solid roof run. And you don't even have to have as something as intricate as our, um, the the roof on our coops. I mean, you can do something that's still solid that works. You like, absolutely can. And I know, I don't know if this is going to make it in the top two or one, but we talked about, and this maybe was one of those honorable mentions. The other thing about coop building is the importance of keeping everything on the same plane. Like, so I when, figured that out building one. Yeah. Recently. When you are constructing. Oh, that was such a, oh, it's not easy. Such a pain. It's not easy because you're going to leave spots that are open for a pest to get in or predators. Right. right. And uh, just remind me of another reason why we do our roof system the way we do. And look at that beautiful coop of Francine's in the middle. That is really nice. That's Francine's coop. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, huge fan. Francine's always here. We can't thank you enough. That is a beautiful American coop. Love that cupola. Love, love everything. That is just absolutely gorgeous. Look at that big green yard behind it. Yeah. Um. Boy, do I miss Vashon Island. Uh, the crew's headed back out to Washington soon. Beautiful part of the country. Um, all right, so yeah, we're at 106. We're coming up to the last top two chicken coop building mistakes. Can't thank you guys all enough for being here, and I definitely want to make sure we get to the questions and comments before we end the show. I don't want to make anyone feel like they're left out. All right. Well, hold on. So yeah, yeah. Why? What was that one? Okay, Lori Honeycutt, mm. what is the brown coop behind you called? That one was the Carolina coop, and it has board and batten siding and it was made with cedar framing yeah i think that was the reclaimed bar one right. she was referring to that See, was that's the problem the because that was earlier in the show and i don't know exactly what she's referring to yeah but i I'm remember assuming that that's the- how to build a chicken coop in a hilly area we we've done that right we had to use dynamite that poor that poor coop burnt down um that's a that's a good question uh you got to make sure it's flat but we have done 
Is there any way you can bring up the one where the customer tells us at the last minute it's off 47 inches <laughs> and we had to make on the fly. I mean, I don't know any other company would do this. We're out in Greenville, South Carolina doing the first coupe from hell, a big custom coupe. We were there forever. And the customer out in Santa Barbara, I think it was, yeah. California, called up and he's like, Matt, we got a problem. It's 47 inches off. We're like, Ugh. so Evan immediately pulls out his computer, rechanges the design and it worked out beautiful. So that, you stair-stepped it, yeah. It was, yeah. Each so section. There are solutions for hilly areas, and I, I, there's many different circumstances you may run into, but there are options out there. All right, so what do you want to do? All I right, go, wanna... go to number two. Right. Well, I see someone was asking something about the heated water system. Yeah, why is it such a nightmare? Because debris from your roof can get into the system, and that can cause some problems. And me, I'm very low maintenance or i don't maintain things that's the key so i had a problem with that you um, have to keep an eye on it it's mm -hmm. not a it doesn't our heated water system when everything's set up right and working correctly it's great but it's not in the same class if you will as our chicken coop is where it's a set and forget it system yeah, the heated water system is not a set and forget it system. You got to make sure the and flow. And I tried to set it and forget it. You, it really, and I feel like I'm disappointing customers because it's not a set and forget it system. You do have to flush it out. You got to clean your heater. You got to make sure if your coop starts to settle, the water bar still got to be pitched up. You know, there's things that it hurts. It hurts when a customer's frustrated with it. Thank God it's very far and few between. But again, I shoot for a 100. And I notice with these customers that are having problems, they don't get it. And sometimes the connection with the uh, the water pump, that can get dirty. You know, where it connects to the plug, mm -hmm. that can get dirty. Or oh, it can come right. apart. Yes. Yeah. There's a, And even, I've even had, like, I plug it, you know, I plug it in. And sometimes even just, I have the, the extension cord with landscape staples, like sod staples down so it doesn't get kicked up. But the chickens I've, I had in the beginning unplugged it by kicking, you know, kicking around. So yes, there's there's parts to it that, there's moving parts to it that does need to have like regular maintenance and, and, and oversight. However, it still beats like yes. hauling water in yes. the f back and forth and having it frozen in the winter. And I yes. don't think anyone's gonna disagree with that. Um. Yeah, it's just a nightmare. And I see Lindsay uh, Murphy mentioned, well, what, why? What's the alternative? Are you just going to get rid of it because of the supply issue? It's not because of the supply issue at all. It's because I don't like disappointed customers. And I take it for granted, I guess maybe just my upbringing and learning hmm. how to troubleshoot and understand how a system works. Or you, know, you do, you're going to have to go out there. I mean, you must be going out to your coop every day to get your eggs. And if it's freezing out, you got to listen. You got to make sure that flow is correct. And if it starts to go down, it's it, it's going to fail on you. Something's starting to collect and it's going to, the pump isn't able, it's being starved. It's not getting enough water so that it can get back into the tank and get warmed back up. Um, so it's not because of the supply issue. What's the alternative? I know me. I've already explained what the alternative is going to be. And I don't know if this answers it. Is that I'm just going to let you, you guys, we'll, we'll give the plants away for free piece it together yourself. I don't know. Um, and as far as something to sell, I have, are you, are one of you two using the coop works, the new water? I, ha I haven't set it up yet. Oh my gosh. It's on my driveway. I love, uh, the company coop works. We did a show with them, uh, Tom and his daughter, yeah. Katie. Katie, 
awesome, awesome people. I love the support. Obviously, a good company and a good company is the good people. And it is a product that I see can work out extremely well. It doesn't hold as much water, but that might be a good it thing. It holds more than I thought. What was it? Was Five like gallons. Eight gallons. Eight gallons. Eight gallons. Yeah, because yeah, I guessed it right. He should be giving me a free shirt. <laughs> they have shirts? Uh, so that might be, I don't know. Uh, that Maybe might... we should set up a coop here and use the Coop's Works waterer and see how it works. Someday. Mm. <laughs> the plumber always has a leaky toilet. Yeah, I miss having uh, my own coop. Uh, hopefully we will again soon. Well, so, Francine yeah. says that it's your heated water is very dependable here in New Hampshire. So Thank you. It, 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 it is dependable, and I think mine worked two years before it got clogged up. Yeah, see, and that's I, why I, I don't just, want to I get didn't, rid of it. I didn't check on it. And I don't want more disclaimers. I was being the lazy chicken owner. You can't be day. lazy when it comes to that water system. Yeah, I, I guess that's the, the thing is just being clear about maintenance. All right, what do you want to do? You want to move? Okay, uh, let's I, do I number two. Let's do number two. Okay. Number two. Number two. What can number two be? Number two. Oh. Chicken coop building mistakes not offering proper ventilation in the hen house. Oh, my gosh. Oh, look at that plywood box. Big yeah, nightmare. I, and, and this was this recently on Marketplace. Just saying. Oh. Yeah, this was not, you know, whatever. Oh, dear. That's, ooh. Yeah. I'm just getting, I'm getting hot just looking at that. Two things I know people don't realize. that This is why it happens. <laughs> One, well, I guess you underestimate chickens need a lot of ventilation. Number two, it's not easy. Look, building a coop go, oh, crap, I got to put windows in now? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, is try, it is hard trying to, you have to have windows. You have to have walls to put the roosts on. Um, you have a wall for the egg hutches. Yeah. You know, it's a it, nightmare. It's like interior decorating yes. challenges, trying it's... to get everything fit in there, secured to the walls, functional, and then a door, a chicken door. Thank you. Clean Thank out you. doors. There's just a lot of features to fit in there. Exactly. And even in this one, you can see that the roost bar on the inside is at the low point of that hen house. So yeah. they're not, they're not going to have enough headroom there. So folks, listen, it is critical to have... Not only ventilation, cross ventilation. And we, I'm just, I love having ventilation available on all four sides of your structure. It's absolutely critical. But it's, I get it. It's not easy. You got a functioning part that needs to be made right. You got to make sure that you can lock them. You got to make sure you can open them. Uh, it makes it more expensive. I, I get it. I get it. But, and then there's that domino effect, like Kristen was just mentioning. Once you start adding windows, and then it's going to move this bar. Well, then now you can't put your roost bar there, but you can't turn the roost bar this way because the door's got to open up, and it's a nightmare. Um, you got to have cross ventilation, period, or your chickens will you, they'll suffer. There's no sense of even having chickens. Yeah, it's it, and that's why it's number two because it is, you know, you're not going to have a healthy flock. And it's a common way. mistake right. you see all the time. So. Number one, I'm sure everyone knows what number one is. Do we, I would love, can people tell me, do you know what number one is? If you've been watching our show, watch our videos, you know what number one's got to be. And I think we all agree. Yeah. This is by far the biggest mistake you can ever make while building a chicken coop. Am I doing it? No, no, oh, you are not oh. doing it yet. No, thank you for asking. I want to know, do people know? Do you know? Can well, you we tell me? Oh, we have so many questions, comments. I love it. I love it. We're going to get to them. We got 15 minutes. Leave down in the comments, do you know number one? Um, and we will get to, I, I'm so glad you guys are leaving your questions and comments there. We will get to them. You know what number one is. Non, I'm guessing. Non, I'm non, guessing. non, do you know what number one is? Because I don't think Non was in on this, but she's going to know. Um, Not buying a coop from us? <laughs> <laughs> we did say that. 
Uh, but we thought that would be wrong. Uh, but that is a big mistake. Um, yeah. Yeah, the people are getting it. They know. They know. Thank you. That means they're learning. This is the biggest mistake you can make while building your chicken coop. Go ahead and hit it, Ingrid. Maybe this should be our next T-shirt. What, the top 10 biggest mistakes? No, I think what what you're about to say. Size matters. It does matter. Yes. I'll get sued one day for saying that. Um, overall size, making the coop too small, huge, huge mistake. And I know why people do it. And it's because I, I, it cost. And when you're doing your research, especially when you go to Tractor Supply or these other large box stores, these Chinese coffin coops, they're so small. And they're small because they don't care about you and your chickens. They care about making a quick buck. And it's so easy and quick for them to build these little tiny chicken coops, send them over to you, make you think it is okay and it's not, period. I don't know any other way to put it. Um, and then the other thing that happens is chicken math. That's so, right. So are you sweating? No. It looked like you were just sweating there for a minute. I was like, holy cow. Um, yeah, Do so, I have something to sweat about? I don't know. Size matters. Size, you got to make it big enough. So let's, let's talk about that real quick because I know people are asking, well, Matt, how do I know how big to make it? You need it big enough for you and your chickens. I would say you never have enough room. That's right. Because <laughs> that's what you told me. And I was like, ah, okay. Wait, he was right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Ingrid did do an add-on to hers. Um, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Because it – yeah, and I've got two chicken coops. And I tell you, and this When is you a... run out of room, you either have to add on or you've got to get a second one. So, and this is a long discussion and I'll just, I'm just going to leave it right now because we don't have the time to get into it all. Size matters. You got to make sure you are following what I like to call industry standard. And there's Matt's Carolina Coops numbers, like one foot per hen for the roost bar for most people are going to say eight inches, but the run area is the mo one of the most critical parts. You're going to read online it says minimum 10 square feet per hen. That is just way too small, way too small. Go as big as you can with the run if you cannot free range. But if you can free range, then the run's not as important, but it is. You got to make sure the hen house is big enough, tall enough. You got to make sure there's enough room for the chickens to sleep at night and room to grow your flock. Mm -hmm. well, and these, these are all nice and big, too, if you did have to keep them in there. And there's a reason why we do big coops, and it's not easy. It is, it's, it is expensive. And it's not easy, but I am so proud that over these years we have been able to master the art of panelizing and be able to ship these coops all around the world so that people on this little 4 by 6 pallet, and I love when they're like, how in the hell is there a 8 by 24 coop on this little 4 by 6 pallet? But there is. Okay, so you want to get to some questions yes, after I do. this lovely yes, slideshow yes. that I slaved over? I know. Ingrid had... <laughs> one day to do these slides and i hope she you guys appreciate fantastic. it absolutely look at and she knew to leave us out she left yeah she, i, I she learned left. from last week uh, that's oh. i love that all we gotta do Can is we learn make these available on our website or something yeah i'll I'll, I'll put these and okay i have to get these i have so ingrid much to has do. so much to do so, <laughs> so much, much to, to do. do uh yeah so let's let's hammer through some questions and comments so rob said rob hayes how do you secure the framing to the base toenail screws question mark um question mark? you can and we have a lot and i'll tell you we do that a lot especially when we're doing sandwich walls because when you putting when you're putting in a base if it's two by four or i'm sorry four by four four by six maybe six by six eight by eight, whatever you're using for your pressure treated base because it's already wood it's very easy to just pocket hole your bottom board and then just to your it's a form of toe screwing or if you don't have the pocket holes there yeah then just toe screw it down but you got to remember 
is it's best if you have those pocket holes going along the bottom and or toe screwed to caulk that in so it's not a pocket to trap water. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's very good. And if you have a concrete base, it gets a little tricky, but we find the easiest thing to do is then put down your sill plate with a tre- pressure-treated sill plate. So now you have a piece of wood that's anchored to the concrete with tap cons or expansion bolts, whatever you want to use, epoxy like we did out in New Mexico. That was fun. Um, and then you got then it's so easy to screw your entire coop down and just use a lot of screws, and it is extremely strong. And the, he was also asking if you center the coop on the framing or do you make it flush on one side or the other, and that's be either way yeah, yeah you could do any one of those three if we have some base plans available for our customers and typically unless they're special requested we we allow for that wiggle room for the for the coop to go in the middle this is why we got to do a video we offer that as an option but just the other day once again i, I remember hearing the customer say this i go chris is not gonna believe me she wished when we sent her the dimensions for the base that we made it so it's flush on the outside. She said it would have looked a lot better. So I'm telling you, that's why it's, it's, there's no one size fits all. It's so difficult. But if you're buying a coupe from us, that's something I want to make sure we're talking to the customers. Here's your options. Tell us what you want and we'll draw it up for you. So Lindsay says she still thanks her lucky stars that I'm not hauling water out there every few hours in the freezing temps. Oh, the so. freezing temps is the worst. And this is why I love our heated water system. I don't want to do away with it. I'll be honest with you. But I just, it, it, I don't like it when a customer is not happy. And the worst part is when you, typically they're not happy because I just, I can't explain to them how to troubleshoot it. I just, I, I don't know. We have troubleshooting videos and it's just not made for everyone, I guess. Maybe that's just leave it at that and let the other customers enjoy their heated water system. So Butler Photography says, can you stand up inside the Cali Coop? Yes. The Cali Coop is just more narrow. Yeah. Yes. You know, we that that almost made the cut. Remember, we talked about that building a yeah. run too short. But that's not necessarily a mistake. But it's you if you're gonna build a coop, uh, make it so you can walk into the run. Yeah. You'll regret it later. Um. So Patty's getting a coop works order. I know they. I saw on Facebook that that Tom and Kate are sending them out now. So awesome. Anybody that ordered the coop works order should be getting them short. Shortly. And do we still have a promo or no? Just the um, Carolina Coops promo, they give us 10, I think, or 5, I guess 5%, 5%, 5% off or something. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm sorry. Um, well, I love what Lindsay Murphy just said. I just I don't want to make it sound okay. like it's doom and gloom for the heated water system. She's, but she says, hers is wonderful. I don't use a gutter system. That might be the big difference. Mm-hmm. And maybe I got to tell people, just bypass the rain barrel. And just put your downspot rate to the it's ground. It's either or. If you use a gutter system, you might need to fl- you will need to flush the system either every six months or every year, um, depending on how much debris might get in there. Um, or you can fill it with water. Right. That's what I do because my roof system's different. So maybe that's the solution because I know 99% of the time it's because debris got down in there and it starts to suffocate that pump and the flow is too slow to get back and get heated up. Um, so there was, there was, do you put the wire on the inside or the outside of the run? The inside. The the hardware cloth is on the inside. Okay. So if we're talking about the hardware cloth. Yes. Inside wall, not inside floor. Right. So I want to be clear there. That's very important distinction. Exactly. Now in the world of fencing, and I, I, this brings back a lot of memories in the world of fencing, which is what you're doing when you're screening a run, you're supposed to 
put the uh, fencing on the inside of where the living creature could be that you're trying to contain. So, and I know that sounds confusing. Let me explain. When we're screening our runs, we're not necessarily trying to keep the chickens in. We're trying to keep predators out. And when you're fencing and you're thinking about like, especially when you're trying to keep cattle in, you don't want them to push against the fencing or the wire where they're pulling against the staple. You actually want it where they're pushing on the fence and wire where it's going against the post. Mm. So it can get a little confusing. And I do see other coops out there where the screen's on the outside. And I can understand it completely from a theory because if a big bear is trying to push on it, it's better that it pushes on it where the screen is going against the wood. You're not just relying on the hardware. So that's a little thing to think about, but it looks awful. Mm. That's why we love putting it on the inside, make sure it's really, really strong, done well. And there's the other additional benefit of the sandwich walls. Chuck Stevens says, I want to change my coop to deep litter. What's the minimal depth can I use that would work? Mm, that's a good question. It is a good question. I'd say about six inches. Really? He said minimum. Really? You need at least four <laughs> inches. Really? <laughs> but I would go more if possible. He said minimum. My answer would be 12. Yeah. 12 would be much better. And that there's that domino effect. It's not fun. And you can use a litter board. Or when two. are we coming? Yeah, there's the, but still, that's still not deep litter, is it? Yeah. Mm. You can put a litter board in there and just top it off. A 12-inch litter yeah. board. But then you may have just closed off the chicken door. Right, right. Uh, when are you coming to Washington? They're, we're coming out soon. I just don't know exactly when it's coming up. I've seen coyotes, bears, hawks, bobcats all checking out your our chickens. Yep, yeah. they're out there every night. Every night. So this is what we talked about last on our last slide show where he says free range is a no-go in the Seattle area. There are all sorts of predators at all times of day and night. Everybody. Everyone's got predators. Everybody you can free them. range. You can free range. You can free range. It's all about risk tolerance. It is. It is. The girls are safe at night. They're not free ranging at night. Well, they should be safe at night, I should say. Yeah. In our coops, they're safe. And my girls are safe during the day. I have I have area for them. Yes, they're not over acres, but I have a I have a small plot of land anyway. And they have their area, and they're safe from fox or hawk or eagles. Yes, and I tell you, we have a customer. I forgot. I, got, I haven't forgot. I haven't gotten back to her yet, where it's that big custom coop we did in Alabama. And I'm looking forward to it. We got a turnkey coming up in Alabama. I don't know if I got permission to do a name drop. Another A-lister. I'm sure he will. I can't wait to go out there. Um, I thought he was we, in Atlanta. No, that's a different. We got a, we got a handful of A-listers. Oh, it was the other one. Yeah, that I yeah. Did. Okay. Um, but I, I do want to respect everyone's privacy. But once I do get permission, oh, I can't wait to tell everyone. Anyways, um, one of our custom coops in, in Alabama, she now wants us to professionally install the netting. And I wow. think that's going to be a great opportunity to show. It is doable, but it is difficult. It's, it's more difficult than you think. But if done right, it can work really, really well. And I just noticed Mike Trapp was, was talking about that. He's done that, and it's been successful. Yeah. And you did the same thing. He got, Mike got that from me. What height <laughs> would you recommend to install the egg hutch so that you can get to it? But there again, there's that domino effect. Um the, the recommendation would be to make sure you can easily access it, but you're also not causing problems inside the hen house. There's no real magic number. It has all to do with the design, so that's a tough one to answer with a number. But you just got to think about all those things. You want to be able, you want it low enough so that you can look inside, right? 
but it's got to be high enough that you don't cause problems with the rest right, of your design. Right. That is a tough one. It's eleven twenty-seven or one twenty-seven. We got three minutes left. I can't thank you guys all enough for being here. I love that the show is growing. We're gonna fly through. I'm gonna I'm gonna take over the miles. I'm pissing okay. off Ingrid right, right now. I'm sorry. Ahead. I want to get through all of them. Uh, but real quick, next week, do we have anything planned yet for next week? Because I know we got a lot of things going on. There's all kinds of crazy things going on. And I do want to mention, uh, if you did check out our last video on TikTok. Boom, blowing up. Uh, if you're not following Carolina Coops on TikTok, please do that. It is just a, one another platform I'm trying to grow. Um, I tried designing my own coop, but by the time I figured it all out, it was better to just order one. It comes next week. Paul Gerns, thank you. Yes, again, that's. I'm so happy to hear that. We're going to save you a lot of time. Um, can you get tips on getting rid of red mites? We yes. do need to do that. We talked about it. We were going to do it last week and end up having to go out to Florida for that emergency build. Um, I am going to do a dedicated... We're going to talk about pests, but I really want to make sure I get all my ducks in a row because it can get confusing. And I, I know I have a hard time explaining things. So my mind gets so far ahead of my words. Maybe you need to do um, a keynote of the different bugs that you can show people. Ooh, you're getting itchy. <laughs> Delusory parasitosis. Absolutely. I think that's just what happened because there's really no species of red mites. There's mites that are red and you can tell what species they are by when you crush them, what color they turn. You know, there's just so many things out there, but mites are a big one to talk about. Blueprints are a trade secret if you savvy enough design your own but you're better off ordering one from Carolina Coops. Trust me, I designed a copycat one and would never do it again. Robert Clifford. Again, thank you guys. I I, I so appreciate you folks for, for mentioning that. This goes to prove I'm not here making it up. I add it to my compost pile. I use it when it smells and looks good, rich soil. Yeah, that's the breakdown of the compost. It smells earthy. It smells earthy. Like some fresh mulch. I, I think I read somewhere that you can use a thermometer 100 degrees or less, as I recall, but not sure. Well, see, that's that's where it gets over my that's head. That's a compost pile. Yeah, that, that's that's for like hot composting, because we have a thermometer for that. And that's not going to tell you your level of nitrogen. Right. Uh, we'll get. You don't need. Do they need to see us twice? Probably not. We're going to get rid of that. Um, <laughs> well, you had the mouth, so. Um, oh. So I think we got through them. I hope we got, we got through them. If we well, didn't we get to your questions or comments, I do apologize. I'm so glad there's so many of the questions and comments here. I don't want to bore anyone anymore. I know Ingrid's like, okay, 130 is my absolute cut off. On, don't blame it on me. I got to blame it on someone. <laughs> I know. I got a P2, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's different. So um, maybe we'll do a bug show next week. We don't know. One chicken just went broody. I would like to add chicks. I have a coop that someone local made with your design as a guide. Mm -hmm. would, I bet. Would it be safe for the chicks to come down the ladder from the hen house? They can tumble down. <laughs> but I've seen where the But they're not going to go back up. Yeah. Um, let the mama, if you got a mama hen that's broody, let her make those decisions. She'll do it. Or I would just move her down at night with the chicks. Yeah. It's a little tricky. Because they're going to end up down there anyhow. Oh, yeah. we Ingrid, we got to change that. I see someone's like, oh, it's like the, the old Martian. Looks like I have uh, antennas like I'm a Martian. But that wasn't intentional? No, okay. not at all. All right, guys. It is 1.30. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. Not sure what the show is going to be, but we will be here, right? That's right. No more going on vacation. That's right. No more emergency builds. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the weekend. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.